All right. Well, here we go. Episode number five, Two Faces Radio. Um, we got some old friends in here today. We got some new friends in here today. That's right. Um, as uh, as usual, I'm your host, Brian McClenning, and my co-host there, Ira Malkin. Hello, everybody. Running the board. Everybody say hello. Everybody. Hello. Let's hello. get one in there. Hello, world. So we've got our old friend, now known J.J. Boogie. Yes. And our friend, known as Jason Reichert, to it? us. Yeah. And our new friend, known to all as Speech. Yep. Yes. And I did see your real name. I don't know if that uh, makes a difference, but, uh, you know, you, do you use that at all? My your mom and dad name? don't even call me that anymore. There but you I, go. But, so we but don't even mention it then. Whenever <laughs> checks are given to me, I, I like it. <laughs> and then it works. Introduce your bass player to us one more yes. time. Zay. That's right. It's Zay. a very complicated name. I, well, I, but, you know, sometimes, even my name, Ira, some people are like, what's your name again? Ezra. Ezra. <laughs> that type of thing. Weren't you in the Bible? That's right. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for coming in, man. This is a big yeah, excitement this, for us. So Yeah, we've we're been excited We're glad for this. to be here. It's good. I, this is an interesting spot that you guys are in. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it takes me back. This is like how um, I remember I had a spot similar to this in college. And really? I, it like, takes me back. I love this. Well, cool. For now, we're moonlighting as podcasters. So That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> as, as we talked about. So uh, we've like got the Gibson name. guitar, Playmate bass. Uh, any other? Uh, we've got the Crozier Waters. Yes. Uh, Crozier. Uh, some Publix Spring yes. Waters. You know, any sponsors, we're ready. That's we right. iPhone uh, what a, tuners. iPhone tuners chromatic you know everything in here right so we um <clears throat> we're excited to have you in here uh Thanks, man. we're gonna listen to some of what you guys got going on musically now cool. okay and uh we'll have you guys start off with a song and then we'll kind of get into hanging out and talking for a while because we have some interesting connections in yeah. the room mm-hmm. true which is a fun thing to have and uh i don't know let's kick it right off what do you, say? you guys want what do you ever tune now you want to talk? Have you guys played like this before? I mean, yeah, we've done this. Yeah. We've done the acoustic, but you However, probably we didn't enjoy. talk about what we're going to do now. So let's, <laughs> let's, you start off with something, Zay or Jay. I mean, let's do. We said one Tennessee, and we said um, redemption. Redemption. So either one. Oh, nice. ships minutes after they took I from the bottomless pit but my head was made strong by the hand of the almighty we flowered in this generation triumphantly won't you help to sing these songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Songs of freedom Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds Have no fear for atomic energy None of them can stop at a time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look 
Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the poor Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Songs of freedom Songs of freedom Songs of freedom Spiritual slavery, none but ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for the ones who oppose you, cause none of them can stop the time. How long shall they kill God's prophets while we stand aside and look? Oh, I know it's just a part of it. We've got to fulfill God's book. Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs Cause all I ever had Redemption songs These songs of freedom songs of freedom these 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 songs of freedom won't you help to sing these songs won't you help to sing these songs? All right. Man, that was gorgeous, man. Beautiful. Thank you. Gorgeous. So it sounds, I'm just what? amazed. Did you actually listen to me about my uh, suggestions for songs? Because we've been talking about, I don't know if this may have randomly happened. I, I don't listen to you, man. We, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you should know that by now. It's, <laughs> it's working out perfectly. I thought we had that arranged. My whole plan is coming together. <laughs> well, we had been talking when we got started on doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, Ira and I had the idea that when we got people in, you know, one thing that we're always interested in is um, where people kind of came from, their inspiration, how things got them started in music. And we were thinking it would be cool to get people in, have them play something. If they're comfortable, play a cover of something that kind of influenced them maybe early on or something that was really important to them musically, oh, yeah. as well as playing an original um, at the end of the show or vice versa. And um, <clears throat> you've been doing that tune for a long so time. Is that, yeah. Yeah, we have. We, we, I did that initially for a solo album called Hoopla. And 
I d- um, it's one of my favorite. It is my favorite Bob Marley tune. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, I've, al- I've always loved that tune, man. Yeah, it's just yeah. And that's meant that's a lot that's probably the best version I've heard of it besides Bob. Yeah. I'll tell you that. That Thank was really you. nice, Thanks. man. I'll we, tell you, we got a uh, we actually got a, a live version that with the full band that's really hot with with a drum beat and organs, organs, everything. And, yeah, oh yeah. 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 Hey man, I like the acoustic version in the rundown studio version. That's the way it was made. That's how it started. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Definitely. And man, your voice, man. Yeah. I oh. mean, I, I mean, I know it's good and everything, but while you were singing that, you know, I was also sitting here thinking. You know, Brian and I always talk about this. There's just no good, great. There's not a lot of great singers out there anymore. We we find. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean there is, but. I know you just mean, don't hear it so well, much. There's not you know? many people out there, especially in the, the hip-hop community, that could rap and Exa- sing. Well, Absolutely. that's what I was thinking. And I, I'm going to say, I, I hope I'm not insulting you at all. I didn't know that you could sing that well, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 a lot of and people don't. I was going to ask, like, have you really been working on that over the years? Because I feel like I hear a big difference between the early stuff we know from Arrested Development yeah. to just what we heard right there. Well, I never meant to be a singer. I, when Arrested Development first came out, I had a, like a melodic style rap. Yeah. You know, but I never yeah. sang. And then um, I did my solo career starting in 1996, and that's when I started singing. Right. By no stretch was I comfortable with it. Thank right. God it did nothing in the States. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> <laughs> and it blew up overseas, so I had a chance right. for the last, uh, since 1996, for basically thir- uh, 13 years yeah. to work on singing in front of everyone but you guys. So. <laughs> Everyone but America. <laughs> so for 13 years, you've been working to sing in front of Ira and myself. This that's is right. incredible. I'm, I'm so honored, man. Thank oh, you so man. Much. I'll tell you, that sounded great. When you kicked it up at the end, I I didn't even hear that. Because that song feels high to me as it is. You know, it's yeah. a little bit of a higher register. And then... Well, I'll tell our listeners, Brian's face actually shows, you know, bewilderment. I mean, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm he's bewildered. He's got a lot... <laughs> I'm bewildered. Well, you know, about the singing, too, I... I you know, not just my singing, but about just good singing right now. I think that that is something that lately, especially in pop culture on the radio, you're not hearing a lot of right. incredibly written tunes in a sense. Definitely. It's a lot more just sort of beats and cool sort of moments yeah. instead of like me- a really mediocre, nice tune. mediocre singer can, can just kind of get by exactly. nowadays. Exactly, you can get by. You know? So you don't really hear well, that songwriting anymore. And the other thing, too, that kills me and, you know... I'm going to keep this brief, but you know the whole American Idol yeah, thing, right. which is supposed to be about singing, you know, they have all these young kids on there who sing songs, and technically they might be good. They got great range. Mm-hmm. They have no sense of feeling what they're singing. It's right. just everything is just the moves that they've seen somebody do, and th- there's no sense of understanding what they're singing. And to sit here and watch you sing, and you know the eyes go shut, and you really yeah. just get into it. You're understanding what you're singing, and that's where the emotion comes from. Yeah. You don't see yeah. that now. Yeah, it is sort of sad. You know, one of the things that has is not happening as much in the music industry now is is the development of artists. You know, yeah, we are right. a lot oh. of the famous Motown yeah. people. Let's just get I mean, one Stevie Wonder got his stride later on in his career. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, when he was doing like sort of the bebop Motown stuff, everyone loved it. It was hits. But his best writing, I think everyone would agree, was after he started writing and producing his own music. And that was later in his career. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely the early Motown stuff is cool, but like you're saying, when he Inner got visions, into... you know, yeah. I'm talking about the <laughs> stuff thinking, that everybody yeah. sings along with. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's the stuff when he started writing and producing right. his own music. That was after, that was like halfway through his right. his heyday. In yeah. Sense. And now with wow. Marvin Gaye, same percussion thing. percussion when he was like six with right. Motown. Right. Yeah. But Marvin <laughs> Gaye, same difference. I yeah. mean, he was doing more doo-wop stuff, but I mean, yeah. by the time he got to what's going on, I mean, that's when he really... 
to me hit his stride. Was it Curtis he was, Mayfield? I mean, he was Curtis Mayfield you know, and was doing doo wop stuff with the yeah, impressions. Right, and then, yeah. so my point is, is that it takes some time a lot of times for people to to find their voice in the best way it's going to get. Yeah. And nowadays, you don't get a chance to even who knows what you, you know. I mean, just I always think about Vanilla Ice. I mean, what could he have been doing now if he just would have stuck at it? <laughs> <laughs> well, He's, you know, speech, speech so started off with the boy band thing. You exactly, know? you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you too might be on a TV reality show right, someday. That's right. And you too can make that's it. That's right. No problem. I started off doing fries. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that is the thing, though. I mean, these. I think they get the young kids who have some skills and then they just exploit them, basically. You know, they can get them to do whatever they want and wash them, you know, use them up, send them off and get the next one in who can actually sing. But they never get that chance. I mean, they just want to bang out a single. Right. And and right. Right. Let me me do this for you. You So, well, interesting that you talk about um, kind of developing the singing when you went into the solo career. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, you know, I, I was doing a little studying up on having you come in the studio and getting refamiliarizing myself with some of your old stuff and some of your new stuff um do you still consider arrested development a hip-hop band um yes and no i mean the truth is gosh that's a phil donahue question that is a a good question question. you promise (laughs) no hard stuff (laughs) (laughs) the hard-hitting stuff um you know it's an it's an interesting question because I'm probably the most hip-hop-oriented guy in the band. There's another guy named One Love who's probably maybe even more hip-hop than me. But uh, the rest of the band is very diverse. They like hip-hop, but, you know, you know J.J. Boogie from the right. blues scene. Yep. You know, Zay is into jazz, rock, a lot of stuff, but he also loves hip-hop. So, I mean, the band has got so many, uh, you know, the girls in our group, love gospel and, and, and R&B so it's right. so many different well first of all influences. let's just say that you're a full band at least you know exactly that's a big so. difference right there yeah. yeah yeah so I mean I think that yes it is a hip hop group yes that's the roots um, me being the, the you know the start the, the guy that started the band I think that it, it tries to hold I try to hold that hip hop foundation together at the same time I like us to experiment and broaden it mm-hmm. right you play any other Bob tunes or any other reggae stuff? Or we do th- actually. We did. We did a reggae. We do reggae tours now. Yeah. Where it's not we like our set is all reggae, but yeah, we did one in January mm-hmm. in um, second year Australia and in New Zealand called Ragamuffin. Yeah, Ragamuffin, and um, <laughs> yeah, we nice. did like um, who was there? Ziggy Marley, Eddie Grant, yeah, Shaggy, really? Shaggy this year, um, Ali Campbell from Inner Circle. UB40. Yeah, yeah, Ali Campbell. Inner Circle that did the Bad Boys song. Oh, uh, bad, boys, really? bad boys, bad boys. But then uh, last year, who was who was on it? Um, last year was. Uh, no, that was the uh, that was the regular. So Isn't that a shame though that there's some kids out there who their only uh, reference to reggae music is going to be Bad Boys? You know, the, uh, yeah, I, know. I know, I know. That's, yeah. that's the sad yeah. part, you know. Yeah, they're actually yeah. a good, very good cool. band. It's well, one UB, of those. UB40 was on there. Yeah, UB40 year. was there. Right. And then uh, the Whalers. The Whalers. Of the course whalers. I should remember the Whalers. The that mighty, was mighty Whalers. Yeah. That was incredible. Had uh, two of the original members, uh, uh, a family man, the bassist, who wrote a lot of the songs with Bob. Yep. And then uh, Al Anderson, who... Uh, played guitar with played Bob. Played guitar with Bob. He, right. he replaced Peter Tosh when Peter left. Okay. Hmm. So that yeah, was, exactly. I actually picked up an old... Uh, Whalers, you know, Bob Marley and the Whalers yeah. record with all the old stuff on it, you know, yeah. all the old ska stuff mm-hmm. on it. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah, know, and yeah. I found the record for three bucks, you know, on a record oh, show. And yeah. I've been looking for that one for a while because yeah. I, I just let, you know, the simmer down. And, and the drummer, oh, what's oh, the drummer's yeah. name who played with Peter Santa Tosh? Santa Davis. Santa. Played, he toured with Peter Tosh. Was with, he was shot 
when when Peter Toss was shot. Yeah, same time they were oh, really? there he together. Was, he was shot as oh, well. Incredible, think, yeah. incredible, masterful Great musicians. musicians, man. These guys are just top notch, man. Well, that's yeah. one of those you have to just if you're a musician, you have to kind of familiarize yourself at least a little bit with some of the number ones from all the genres. You know, you gotta right, just right, kind right, of experience that. Yeah. You know, we were talking a little bit before we kind of got on air here about some of the new songs you have on your uh, website. You have some new songs up for actually comments yes, for yeah. people to make. And uh, just kind of going with the reggae thing, the song um, uh, we were mentioning, Cold Nights Are Coming, that yeah. has that kind of island vibe. Yeah, it does. I, mean, I, I like, you know, Jason, JJ did a mix of it that I like the best. And that's I don't think that's the mix on the site, is it? Uh, uh, Maybe it, yeah, is. it is. It is. Okay, yeah. good. So you heard the the mix that I like the best, which okay. he brought that Bob Marley energy, I think, you know, yeah. Yeah. stir it up. I think that's sort of like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was your reference. Yeah, well, I went and I listened to Al Anderson early recordings, and I tried to match his guitar tone yeah. as much as I could to make it sound like, like an authentic reggae, you know, you know right. yeah, right. roots yeah. reggae. Yeah. But I also loved their mix because he actually oh. mixed it. Right. Yeah. And um, dabbling in mixing engineering and right. stuff. Yeah. So now your blues sense is coming back to you, trying to sound like the old guys, you yeah, know, trying yeah, exactly. to get the right amps. And the, yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, right. No, that's actually yeah. what we're very much into. And we're so right. those tunes yeah. were the first seven tunes that we started for this album. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of those are actually going to make the album, but um, we actually asked our fans. By the way, our website is uh, ArrestedDevelopmentMusic.com. Okay. You can make a comment on the tunes. A lot of our fans have written in and said what tunes they like. We we gave everybody a chance to rate them, mm-hmm. and you know we what definitely was, the was a, the number one haters rating? actually. Oh haters, yeah. haters, oh yeah, yeah. Haters. That but, was uh, uh, that was pretty heavy. That tune. It's interesting. It's yeah. just like I, that I was sort of our queen. Yeah, yeah. I saw a comment <laughs> on there that Rhapsody. it was like the yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 but I mean, it's all good. I mean, we that was we just liked experiment. We wanted to see what people thought. Yeah. Well, that's another one. One of the fun things about playing with the rest of development is that it's just not it's not confined to any one style. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we got there's blues, there's jazz, there's funk, there's gospel, yeah. there's rock. Right. You know, I mean, and you guys are in the best position because you're successful and you can pretty much do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And people are going to love do. it. Yeah. So like yeah. on our show, we definitely stretch people out. Right. Know? And, and I, I love it because overseas, especially I mean, we were able to do a lot of different types of tours. Like we said, reggae tour, we do jazz tours. Well, you've had the the benefit of kind of experiencing the huge success. I mean, Grammys yeah, yeah. Um, early on. And I assume at that time you had some difficulty walking down the street and not yeah, being bothered and stuff. Definitely. Would you say that this is better in a sense? Like where you have... Without more, a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I love... You just have it on your own terms. I love it now better than I did then. Yeah. Um, right. Because I love, you know, being everyday people. And I love being able to go to the store or just hang out or whatever, go anywhere I want. And uh, at the same time, there's a lot of perks. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And um, being being someone who's been established and right. have have caused a lot of waves in the, in, the, in the music industry is a good perk. Yeah. I mean, most of the bands waves. that I'm into have kind of reached that. You know, maybe they, they got some you know real heavy success up front. Right, exactly. But then they were settled into to a good crowd where you can still play decent sized places. Yeah, exactly. But it's not the craziness of exactly. people telling you, you got to do this and you got to exactly. do that. I love that. Yeah, that's perfect. man. Yeah, no, that is. That's perfect. I mean, it's just it's a career in music. It is. You it know, is, that's and right. it's more like everybody else live your life. It's more of a real career. It it's is. It's more of a real career. <laughs> and it allows you to have a family. I mean, you know, right. like, you know, when you're younger, when you, there's there's certain things you don't even really care about, which is like, for me at least, it was, I didn't really care about family earlier yeah. on. Yeah. And then, you know, I got older and you want to experience other things. You don't want to just tour the world forever. 
You know, right. like I know some of you listening are like, hey, I'm down with that. But that's probably because you're just younger. But when you get older, <laughs> that wears out. That wears so out. And you want to you want to have a few more experiences under yeah. your belt as you live life. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, cool. cool. You know, do you want to veer off for a second and just tell everybody our connection with this band? Me and Brian's yeah. connection. Yeah, with let's this give band. everybody a little background just for here. a second. Then we'll get back. No, to I think that's a good idea. Arrested Development. And actually, we have an extra one that we weren't even talking about earlier. But we'll, I'll, I'll mention it all as we well. Okay, so Jason, uh, JJ Boogie, JJ Boogie, guitar player in Arrested <laughs> Development, um, used to play drums for a band called Mudcat in town, which we just had an interview with Danny. That's uh, right, last, last week. week. Great podcast, and, by the way. Oh, oh thank thanks, you. man. <laughs> and um, so you used to play drums with Mudcat. Yeah. Um, and on many other bands, and I mean, and, and yeah, other yeah. bands as well. And uh, blues band Ira and I were Ira was in the blues scene in Northside in, in Atlanta, excuse me. Yeah. And we were also doing a rock band called Ton of Honey. Northside is Atlanta. Yeah. Northside, Northside is Tavern Atlanta. is Atlanta. at least or at least as the Atlanta blues, blues scene. Yeah. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> and so uh, late night scene. Yes. <laughs> Ira and I needed to find a rhythm section. We were having a lot of trouble. Needed to do a recording. We felt. And uh, so we no, uh, nobody liked mortgage. They it liked all. our music, but they didn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, forced some people that we knew to come in. Yeah, that's right. I, we fed you, and that was good. Yeah, I think we fed there, you and, and beer. That's right. Yeah. No, actually, we we wanted to find like the greatest rhythm section we could in town. So of course we got yeah, tap Jason yeah. and our friend John Schwanky. Yeah. So that's how we know JJ Boogie. Yes. And now we can yeah. get back. And now we can. Move. I just but we to, do have another what? connection because oh. on our second CD we kind of. Ira and I decided let's just do this the way we always wanted to do it the background singers because we're really into like having that gospel infused oh, yes. soul and I think oh, did I right. call you? you did and uh, we got your old, at one time background singers Angela McClinton oh, yeah. yes and um, <laughs> Wales great right? she's amazing yeah. Yeah. we talked to her amazing. today actually yeah. we have to play before you leave obviously off air here you know but before you leave we've got to play the end of particular endeavor we had the girls just oh, yeah. kind of so go who else, off who else sang? anybody else i know I angela just, and the, on our second we did that recording one. in two parts okay and we had somebody else of our own and then angela. the second time around she brought somebody else in and now her name is escaping me right now but she also had sung for you is it probably tammy? ronda probably oh, tammy or ronda tammy i think okay. tammy sounds right to me yeah okay and so uh and they did a phenomenal job and they yeah. were—they seemed like they were really into it. I mean, that was the coolest thing. About <laughs> yeah, it. they told us that they really acted like they were into yeah. it. <laughs> just hey, that, that, that's what we pay them <laughs> for. That's right. The connections keep coming. It works the same it. for me, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Ira. Seriously, so, we have to talk about. Yeah, this. right. So, no. do do you so want to go uh, way way back now? You want to start? With uh, history, and or do you want to just concentrate wanna... more on talking about music? On? Well, I mean, the, or talking. no, just talking. I yeah. don't care. It's up to you guys. I'm just here. Yeah, we're laid back, man. We're yeah, laid, we're laid. Back. You can take it wherever you well, want to go. I, man. You know, I I would love to hear just a little bit about you know Tennessee, uh, Mr. Wendell, and okay, people every day, and you know, I was kind of refreshing <laughs> myself again. Yeah. And well, uh, you want something heavy? Tell what? him, tell him, speech how how you wrote Tennessee because sometimes yeah. he, he'll tell the story live. And I literally, I get goosebumps, and it makes the song mean so much more to me when I hear him tell the story of how he wrote that song. Well, just in listening to all those songs, you know, again, I first heard it, I was a teenager, and 
I'm not really thinking much about lyrics. I wasn't even really right. thinking about being a musician right. at that point, writing songs and going back and listening to it. I mean, definitely some heavy stuff. It sounds like in Tennessee, some real heavy stuff. Yeah, well, that song um, was well, when I first wrote it. That week that I wrote it, I lost my grandmother and I used to spend all my summers in Tennessee. So my grandmother was like a very influential person in my life. I just lost her. She died of a heart attack. And that same week, I got back to my hometown um, from Tennessee and my brother, my only brother, died. Oh, man. And so I literally thought that my world was just crashing around me. Two, two of the most important people in my life passed away in the same week. And yeah, no kidding. I just was just, I don't know, overwhelmed. And um, so the song was a prayer. And uh, it was written as a prayer to God just to help me understand his plan. I don't get it, you know. And um, I guess it turned out sort of happy and jubilant because I was so depressed at the time writing it that I couldn't dare write a depressing song. Like, even though the lyrics are a little deep, I couldn't dare write a song that truly had, you know, that its essence was depressing. Because I think it would have just took me all the way out. So I had to have something that sort of had... um, Sort of an upswing. Pulling, lift, uplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah uplifting. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the label was never planning on even releasing or putting that record out. And um, I insisted. Actually, we had a deal off of Mr. Wendell. That that's what they wanted to release first. And I insisted, even at the uh, detriment of lo- losing the deal, that Tennessee wow. come out first. Oh, really? And, and of de- course, an interesting album name too because it was the the three years five Five months months, two days days. how long it took it's how long it took for us to get a record deal cool idea um, yeah so it definitely was very personal too that's awesome yeah um yeah that's so i thought though that tennis now you had had some offers i thought for tennessee initially no single offers no okay our single offer was mr wendell side a and side b was uh, a song called natural okay and you were living here yeah, I was living in it. Actually, at that time, I was living in Milwaukee. Oh, um, okay. Is that where you uh, that's grew where up? You that's where I was born. born okay. Right. And uh, I was back in Milwaukee at the time when I wrote that tune, um, simply because Arrested Development never got a deal, and I promised my parents that if we didn't get a deal in two years, that I'd go back to school. Well, school for my parents was to go back to school in Milwaukee, and uh, so yeah, I was in well. school at the time. And you went to University of Wisconsin, yeah, right? UWM and uh, University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. And, and what, were, uh, what were you studying? Uh, African history. Huh. And Did actually, you? that's where I met Bob OJ, okay. who's in our band, the oh, elder, right. the, the elder the, in our group. He's seventy six now. He um, was met, or me and him met each other at the University of Wisconsin Milwaukee. Now you didn't see. Uh, what was it? Thornton Mellon? <laughs> Didn't they film Back to School? <laughs> they filmed the movie Back to School Did they on the film UW that? campus. You're joking. <laughs> I, swear I didn't know that. I didn't join the diving team. Right. Triple Lindy. I didn't do a Triple Lindy. Triple Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hot. I, I didn't know that. that movie, man. Oh, yeah. oh man. Well, my, be- my best friend's older brother. Now you're going to rent that tonight, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my best friend's older brother went to college there. Probably. Really? Same God, time Probably the same time because he's a, I think he's a, year older than I am. Okay. So, um, probably wow. the same time. And, yeah, he knew about it. <laughs> it might have happened while he was going there. I'm That's not sure. That's amazing. I didn't know that. That's a good yeah. piece of history. <laughs> it's a great movie. Well, yeah, Milwaukee I mean, has Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. We've got Happy Days. That's right. And we got this movie. Yeah, there you so go. That's, cool. That's right. <laughs> so, what made you... Uh, You're move, welcome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what made you move down here? The music scene? or? Um, no, I actually love the South. From being in Tennessee every summer, I wanted to move down South. Yeah. And 
and basically my grades were really bad when I was in um, <laughs> I high know the, school. I know I the feeling. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't get accepted to any college except the Art Institute of Atlanta. Huh. And so I said, I'll go there. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what were you thinking about when you were coming there? I mean, did you have any plan for, were you thinking, is, they do music at the Art Institute? That's yeah. Well, I was in, that's, I, that's actually my aunt. I don't know if it's the They do. They do the business medium. stuff. They do okay. business-oriented right. stuff. And my aunt had heard about it in a commercial and um, even to get into that school, I had to write an essay telling them, you know, that I do better, so on and so forth. Yeah. And I did. I did much better. And I, I got there and met um, Headliner, who was the first member to, to join the group. And uh, it was DJ. cool. Yeah. yeah. DJ Headliner. Yeah. Awesome. Interesting stuff. All right. He studied cool. turntableology. Yeah. Right. Well, I taught him how to DJ. So I was right. the DJ, actually. Right. And then I started rapping and he started hmm. to DJ. So. Cool. And that's how you pretty much first got the first incarnation together of, of the band? Definitely. Or? That was the first incarnation. It was just me and Headliner. And um, we used to do shows here around town. And we would. Um, did you always have that name? Or did Arrested that, Development. Yeah. yeah was that always, was always like right the from name. the beginning? Well, no. Actually, from the very beginning, it was called Disciples of a Lyrical Rebellion. And then. Huh. We changed it to Arrested Let's Development. Shorten it just a little bit. Yeah, just right? shorten it just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Two letters. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we started doing shows, and we used to ask musicians, artists, dancers to come on stage with us. Yeah. And so every show we would do, they would sort of follow us around, and it sort of became just a jam session. Hmm. And a lot of the members that ended up being in the group, Early Tari, uh, Ishii, all came from that sort of collective jam session. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. You can kind of tell, like, in all the videos and the music sound itself there's there's a lot of like uh, different voices coming in at different times yeah it has that feel even exactly. you were it able to like a p-funk that. show you know yeah, yeah, exactly just right. yeah, people yeah. on stage yeah. yeah zay wears diapers i mean right. we, we try oh, to yeah depends i guess you i guess when you're getting up there you right know, exactly you do the switch right. yeah we're going to be doing our Depends tour <laughs> in 10 years. Not right. right, not in denial. That's hey, right. We're proud of it. Yeah, me and Brian aren't laughing, man. We're ready to join up That's on that right. tour, too. <laughs> they might even be a sponsor. Soon. That's yeah. right. It might be a sponsor. Two Faces Radio podcast. Your first sponsor, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Two Faces. Depends. Brought to you by Depends. Tyra, how's that Depends working out for you today? Depends and Guinness. <laughs> no leaks. I feel comfortable and dry. Right. Brought to you by Depends yeah. and Viagra. Oh, so this is man. great. We're going to get a podcast sponsor now. They're going to be shipping us cases of Depends. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sell them on the street corner. Yeah, I'll use them around the shop or something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do something. <laughs> mop my floor or something. Yeah. Um, wow. I want to hear, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm jumping around a bit, but I want to hear about um, Spike Lee approaching you for Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. That was incredible. Well, yeah. Spike Lee, first of all, is one of my most influential just dudes because... Um, the movies he's done just inspired the snot out of me. And yeah. I, I loved um, everything he's done, especially in the 90s. And um, basically, we were at a club called Sweet Jane's in New York. And uh, it was an incredibly fun show. We were with The Last Poets. And um, Spike Lee shows up backstage and, you know, just an icon. And especially at that time, just even more of an icon than he is now. And it was just amazing. Just He knew about you already? Knew about us, yeah. wanted to see the band, and, and talked to us about doing uh, Mo Better Blues, which was one of oh, his yeah. movies. That was a great he was going to call it Love Supreme, and he wanted us to do a song that I'd wrote called Sour Love for that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, then about two weeks or three weeks uh, passed, and he said, you know what? I'm going to go on and do this other project I thought of doing called Malcolm X. And you were like, whoa. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'd rather you guys do a tune for that. 
and it was it was a lot of pressure because Shit. if you remember do the right thing right do yeah. you guys of course. see that oh yeah well that was a huge movie that yeah. summer movie. it was that was the just big one absolutely the movie of the summer right. and the theme song of that movie was a public enemy tune which was right. absolutely yeah. the fight, song fight the of the that power. summer yeah. called fight the power right and spike you know gave me a small task of Okay, speech. I want an anthem better than that Ooh. for this movie. Ooh, man. <laughs> so I was like, no ah, pressure. okay, the biggest group in hip hop, Public yeah. Enemy, the no best pressure. song that I loved in you know, a long time, Fight the Power, and he wants me to do a song better than that. And, so and how long did he want it? I mean, how, many, how much time? Probably did like have? two weeks we had Get to do it. So, you know, wow. you just yeah. imagine a young guy being told that. It's like, you know, telling somebody to do a better tune than B.B. King. You know? Right, yeah. right. <laughs> okay, so beat B.B. King, you know, right, and, uh, right. give me a tune better than that. Right, Thanks. Right, yeah. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Man, throwing, throwing you into the fire, though. I mean, I guess. It was. It was fun. We did it. We did. But Spike Lee's a, a very hands-on guy. So yeah. he, he actually was on, in the studio, and he wanted to be on the record, which he is. And he's in the studio. Revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. Well, that ought to bring the pressure down a little bit. It yeah. did. I mean, oh, by the way, I'm going to be there yeah, right. while yeah, exactly. you're writing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no just, you know. yeah, just to make sure you do a hit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and just to make sure it's better than public. And you were the only new tune on that soundtrack. Yeah, right? only new tune. Uh, well, yeah. you know, some of his relatives, which incredibly talented family, did jazz pieces that were on the score. Right. Yeah, that's a great uh, soundtrack. It all is the, all the way through. It I remember is. I bought it. Yeah, you're, when the movie came out, I think. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Of course, I did. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Bet you did. I just, I just slipped into uh, Tower Records occasionally just yeah. to buy my album. Yeah. yeah, no, but it's it, it was a great opportunity, and uh, Spike Lee and I have stayed in touch over the years. Oh yeah, he's a great guy. I saw him on the uh, on the train in the airport down here once. Really? And I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of his too. And I mean, we're, you know, the train that's in the airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't that many people on the train, and I'm with Nancy, and she's like, "Well, go say something to him." I'm like. I don't know what I could possibly say to him. <laughs> you know what? Right, right. Well, you know the, that when, when you like walked the, when you walked off towards him, did she say, "Ira, do the I, right thing"? <laughs> <laughs> I think I did I the right thing. I didn't do I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just admired. No, he gave me a what's up? You know, yeah, he gave me a little nod. So that was, that was enough for me. Yeah, you know, you don't know. want to get any, under anybody's skin. Yeah. But Mo Better Blues was a great movie too. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was very good. Yeah, right. He's yeah. Yeah, the, thanks. No know, problem. That's, a, that's not working out too well for him. <laughs> yeah, and he's laying in bed doing all the uh, doing all his fingering. You know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's a great. Well, Denzel thing. Washington yeah. crushed that. He did a great job. Yeah, man. You know, that I, guy. I, I saw him. He's caught promoting a new movie now. Denzel. He looks exactly the same as like yeah. twenty five <laughs> years that ago. Movie. Yeah, he yeah. Does. He's, he's, it's he's, like he's looked like forty years like old for like twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so true. Yeah. Well, I had a, I had a chance to meet uh, Prince too, and it was because of Zay, really. Really? Well, and you sampled. Uh, I'd sample Prince on Tennessee. On Tennessee, right? Paid yeah. A pretty penny for that sample. I sure did. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars for that sample. Whoa. That was five. No, one hundred. Oh, one hundred. One hundred thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. Oh, please. How does that for does the word Tennessee? Someone could have bought a house <laughs> 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 or a very nice Lamborghini. Well, or something. Yeah. A, a house down here, anyway. Yeah, exactly, a house down yeah. here. How does that work? Because you're obviously already. Came up with the idea for the song, had the song, had been using, I assume, that music, yeah. and done demos with it and whatnot. Well, back then... Is, is that you only pay until... You pay once it's getting used somewhere? No, or what, what it is, is uh, sampling at that time, especially, was not a well-refined um, legal situation. Sure. No one really knew what to do. Right, that's right. And so, um, when the record came out, smart 
in a very smart fashion, Prince's business people waited for the song to move to the highest part of the charts. And uh, I think Tennessee got to number three in the Billboard charts. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty high. (laughs) And it's the day that it went down, I got a call. (laughs) (laughs) The day that it went down, literally. It's like watching the stock market. Yeah, Yeah. it's like as soon as it went from three to four, I got a call from his attorney saying um, they wanted money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the good news is that, you know, they didn't. They didn't have to sue us because, I mean, they had the right to get the money. They could have told us to took, take it off the market, and uh, they didn't do that, which was which was good. And yeah. We paid him 100000 and, you know, it, it was well, all then good. Then he invited you down to a studio. He did. He invited us oh, to a man. studio, and Same we hung off. out, and, uh, you know, it was interesting. Really? Right. Nope. Was it interesting? Uh, well, I mean. Oh, Prince is absolutely an interesting dude yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I like. Met him, I met him through uh, Zay because Zay knows Victor Wooten. You ever heard of Victor yeah, Wooten? Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah with okay, uh, Bela so, Fleck, right? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't know Victor, and Zay hooked me and Victor up. I ended up doing a tour with Victor because I wanted to meet Prince, and he was really? opening for Prince for a, a celebration Prince was doing in Minneapolis. And so I said, can I go? <laughs> and I said, I'll DJ for you. And so I, I DJed for him just for that Prince show, and then it turned into a whole tour that we did yeah. and a song that we did wow. called Have Fun with, oh, with Zay and me. And, uh, See, it's all, it's all about all? the connects. And, well, it's really funny. You know, the speech comes and do, do the, the last shows in Atlanta, the Victor Wooten show, and he's this DJ guy. I'm like, the leader of my band is just a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was the funniest thing. Just looking at this guy just sitting there just scratching and just, you know. Yeah, I loved it too because that's how I started. As yeah. I said, with the rest right. of the I started as a DJ. So for me to just be in the back, I loved it. Right. I it was just and then Victor is an incredible performer. Yeah, Are you talking about? I've just seen him with the Flectones a, a, a ton of times, man. And that's, you got to see wild. a solo show as well. Yeah. yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, well, he plays the variety when he comes to yeah. town. Come yeah. go see it. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, that's All cool right. stuff. So you met Prince. I was gonna say like. Oh. Once I hear that, it's like I feel like I'm already thinking. All right, part two, we just do a whole Prince. I know a uh, Prince episode yeah. here because I mean, <laughs> what happened that? That day? must just have been incredible. It was cool. It was very cool. I mean, Prince and I were supposed to meet twice, and uh, the first time I went, uh, he called me to a studio. I couldn't make it, and um, because I was mastering a project, and so the second time um, was with. No, no. The second time he invited me, so there's three situations. The second time he invited me, I was um, a, a bass player named Foley who played with Miles Davis, was friends with Prince, and um, hmm. Prince told Foley, "Hey, I always wanted to talk to Speech, and that was cool." And well, yeah, yeah, that's real. Cool. I got questered in, or whatever you call that, right? And uh, summoned, you were summoned. summoned. Yeah, that's Ooh. it. Summoned <laughs> by the summoned Prince. Bring me Speech, <laughs> and so I came, and Prince hid. The whole time. What? Yeah, yeah. And he was looking story. through a, 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 you know those mirrors that you can see <laughs> out, you can see in, but you can't see out? Yeah. So he's looking mirror. at us yeah. through a two-way mirror. I'd never seen him. His band was whispering to me. Prince is on the other side of that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's the craziest story. Didn't they, didn't they, have, they have Prince water? Now, that's the third time. And that's when I met him with Victor. <laughs> at, at his studio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Prince, Prince had his own water. Bottled yeah. water. When you walk in, you sign... Well, you don't have to sign. Did you rip the label off of that one? I I kept that label. And um, it was cool because, I mean, you had to to basically give up your rights to be filmed anywhere. You had to give up your rights to privacy, even in the bathroom. So you're like, oh, whoa, it's it's, it's interesting. And he had his own water. And um, (laughs) you drank drank Prince water. It was raspberry flavored. I I forget. Yeah, raspberry. (laughs) 
good one. Good nice. one. Raspberry beret. That's yeah. right. They You're made you wear, all wear berets. You're I'm a Prince fan. Yeah, I'm a Prince fan yeah. too. Oh yeah. man. I anyway. feel like I feel like we better stop the Prince talk. I can yeah. see that that organization coming down on us. <laughs> well, they'll wait until people are actually listening, yes. right? And, and then, then we drop off listen- a little bit. <laughs> We'll get the call. I was going to say, when you were telling that story, all I could think about was, because I'm thinking it's like the stock market, and I'm picturing like Eddie Murphy next to him like, no, hold on, hold on. Right, right. See, (laughs) people out there worrying now, you know. (laughs) He's advising him like, should I tell him him to pay me now? Should I sue him now? No, 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 hold on, hold on. See, you want to wait until this thing gets to the top. Right, that's right. right. And then let it drop a little bit. (laughs) Right. Then you want to give him a cup. And he did. Is that in trading places? <laughs> You're right. Trading places, you know. <laughs> that was a good movie. Oh, man. Oh, that's killer. Well, wow. I'm just picturing Prince, like, p- playing, like, games with you. You know, little hide-and-seek right, games. You know what? Enough with the Prince talk. I'm getting worried now. Seriously. <laughs> you know, you know, Prince is calling right now. Uh, is it you're right? He, you're having the same. Zay's got a little thing against Prince. Oh yeah, really? he doesn't. Like, he doesn't like Prince. Yeah. Oh, whoa. We always get into it. He thinks Prince's best song was Bambi, the rock song, right? Do you remember? No, I don't know that song. I don't. You don't remember Bambi? Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Which is why we don't have Zay on a mic right now. <laughs> no, that's why I'm going to get another mic. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, I'm curious when all this stuff happened because I feel like. Um, Michael Jackson and Prince have sort of changed roles like Michael Jackson for some reason they've both been around for so long and Michael started out sort of normal and Prince started out real weird and then over time because I've seen Prince a few times over the last you know five he doesn't do a lot of tours but um, and he seems to get more and more personable and normal in shows and Michael's just going Weirder yeah. and weirder, so it's like they've kind of crossed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, when was all this stuff? Uh, uh, when the kids came. No, no, no. I know, right? <laughs> 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 um, no, honestly, um, when I when I met Prince, the first and only time I actually met him was when was that? Three years ago? When did I tour with huh? Victor? Four years ago? Five years ago? Three years, five months. No. <laughs> anyway, it was a while ago. Pretty it was days. a while ago. So I, I think that's been about five years from now, maybe four years. But yeah, yeah I saw that interview with him on uh, Tavis Smiley uh, just re- you know, oh, really? a couple of months ago. And he was just sitting there, he had some you know, glasses on and just this regular conversation. Right, he seems normal now. And he seemed normal. Yeah, he and then You're you right. I never, I never heard that comparison. Interviewed, that interviewed by, uh, you know, was it Dick Clark, you know, when he was first on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. American was, oh, yeah. And he was acting like a total oh, weirdo, yeah. not right. answering any questions. And yeah, just yeah that is funny, that whole, that whole first interview. Yeah. He was but like, I think he was sincere with that. I, I think he was extremely shy. I oh, think yeah. he was really Maybe. just an extrovert or whatever you call introvert. it. Introvert, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Speech, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I endorse this, That's right. <laughs> this confusion. He was like 18. Yeah, he was. He was like 17 or 18 when that and came out. And we're still talking about him. And we're still talking. I, well, that's... I mean, you know, come on, Ira. That's what's you important. Need to put the, the iron fist down. And, you know. I was trying to. You know, Zay doesn't like him. We got to move like on. To, we got to move on. They want to derail the train <laughs> well, here. I like him now. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he does seem a little bit more normal. Well, I wanted to ask you about the Grammys. Yeah. Um, now, I saw... I did... Uh, not to interrupt you, but I did see... No, you can you take did it an, from here. I just wanted to put that in. <laughs> you did an interview. <laughs> I saw an interview that you did um, on YouTube. And uh, so you had somebody in your house, um, a guy, camera guy, and a g- 
guy doing an interview, and you had the Grammys and the, the Moon Men, and you were talking about, and you let him touch him. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even remember that interview. Don't let them touch the Grammy. <laughs> and he was really worried about smudging it. And you were really cool. You were like, no, oh, dude, don't worry about it. The, we can wipe it down. It's not a big deal. <laughs> and they grand. weren't behind glass and all that stuff. Well, what's really funny is I used to have, I learned how to appreciate the things that I've accomplished over the years. I used to have those Grammys, first of all, in dusty boxes for a long time. The Moon Men from the MTV Awards we won. I used to use the the little hand that holds the flag of yeah. the, moon, the Moon Man oh, as no. an incense holder. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was burn marks all around the, Get out the of hand. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got, I got like counseled, you know, from some counseling from some people that said, you know, man, you really got to start being more in tune with what you've accomplished. And I, and I realized that. And so that's when I started to put things on the mantle. Oh, man, you shouldn't have, though, because if, if – you know, I'm going to knock on wood, but if they were ever ripped off, you'd know that that's that's yours. You know, with the that, burn, yeah, with the burn marks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I get worried. You know, sometimes you know, speech. Oftentimes, him and his wife will have a big old fish fry mm. down on his property in Fayetteville, and they're like, all these people are over there. A hundred, yeah, yeah, hundred people, hundred people in there in the house. And you see, this, you know, this big old dude with a, a thing of fish in his plate, and he's about to back into. <laughs> The, the stand oh, where the Grammys are, and I always get so worried. That's about so that. true. I don't even think of that. That's right, so true. Wide open, right there for every. Everybody walks right by them. That's Man. true. And it could be knocked into. You know, they had salsa dancing That's a so couple true. nights ago. That is there, so true. You know, people in there, I was just like, okay. It's yeah, good. I never thought of that. Now, <laughs> probably everybody I, I else more is scared. More, yeah. Probably everybody else is more concerned about it than you. That's are. That's true. Right? That's yeah. actually true. Yeah. I mean, that's that just shows a true artist, though, man. Yeah. A hell of an accomplishment. I it. it was a great accomplishment. Great accomplishment. And I'm very grateful for it. I really am. It was an amazing um, accomplishment. That's one of those things. I mean, shoot, after you do that, you can. There's nowhere else to go, there's, really. Well, there's nowhere else to go. But, well, there is other places to go, but you don't have to really do anything even after that. I mean, if you stop playing music after that, nobody could ever take that away from you. No, you know? not at all. Throughout I, history, and, and you're when always When I say to me, there's nowhere else to go as far as higher in the sense of accolades. That's what I right. mean. And I mean, to me, all you could do is do more of them. Right. But, you know, I, I don't right. know anything bigger than that in and of itself yeah. as far as accolades are concerned. I mean, it definitely yeah. as Well, far you, as you do have your daughter's like a little soccer. Uh, exactly. Soccer, soccer tournament awards, uh, yeah. awards right next to the Grammy, which is really cute. <laughs> I bet those, like I bet those mean school. more now, too. They do. Right? I mean, and, yeah, right. and, and for, for our family, these are all of our family sort of the trophies. You know, right. trophies yeah. <laughs> There's one that's called the Zammy. Zammy? The Zammy for Zay. For Zay. For yeah, Zay, Zay, Zay I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very covered. That would, be one of, that would be one of my highest achievements right there. Exactly. If I could get a Zammy. <laughs> so can we get a Grammy story? I mean, do you have anything from that? Uh, no, I, I got a chance to, to meet Madonna that no. night. I got a chance to meet Michael Jackson. Um, well, just going up on stage. I mean, do you remember just that whole thing vividly? No, know? I don't actually. I to be honest, the, the Grammys, it was a whirlwind time yeah. in my career. And honestly, we did a lot of award shows in that month. Um, I, I don't. Maybe it was within two months, but like the American Music Awards, Soul Train Awards, MTV Awards, Grammys. So it was sort of like a very huge whirlwind. And honestly, I don't remember any of it until I got home. And yeah. it all started yeah. to set in. Yeah. And then I was like, I looked at it on TV. Right. And then you could sort of see what was really right. happening. But at right. the time, I mean, you know, security and it's mm -hmm. just a lot whirlwind. of whirlwind. As soon as you win the Grammy, they, they, they take it back from you backstage because <laughs> it's a fake Grammy. <laughs> right. 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 And then you go Classic. backstage and you do a, um, a lot of interviews backstage. And so that's yeah. what that's what the artists they are doing. Debrief you. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's a lot of just hoopla, you know. And there's yeah. a lot of parties you go to, a lot of schmoozing, a lot of talking to people, and so it's it's cool. But you do know that you're going to win it, by the way. Oh, you do. You do know it. Oh. You do. Yes, I didn't know that. That's yeah. I'm giving it away. Great. Now we're going to have the Grammy people shutting us down. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> the most controversial interview ever. <laughs> episode five. Right. Or last episode. Exactly. Whatever you want to call probably it. Got, probably got a SWAT team waiting right. outside to get ready to bust in. The or the episode or. that was never heard. You know, honestly, let me say this. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows. All I can tell you is that my manager told me, he said, You're gonna, you guys are going to get one. And wow. so we sat in a specific place because of that. So I don't know if I can't speak for every camp. Right. Exactly. You had to know that, you know, you're going to go up there. See, I'm well. skeptical. I would have thought it was a prank from my manager or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, pulled one out from my <laughs> manager. Yeah. I know. Way in the back and you yeah, win yeah. the Grammy. Up on the upper balcony. I'm coming. I'm coming. Right there. Right, right, right. The music's playing already. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> too long. Too, too long. <laughs> too late. I'd like to thank. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, man, we're uh, we're running up on an hour here. So are we? Well, oh man, yeah. Hey, um, Breeze Kings got two hours for their podcast. Not that, no, I t- no, not two hours. An hour and forty five minutes. Did they okay, go an hour, hour and forty three? Maybe it felt hour like that, but it actually was. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, special. I don't know if I was on my game that night or not. Yeah. But um, you got some good ones you want to ask before we get into another tune? Some good questions. Well, yeah. I got a few questions, but you know, just just pick like your two two pick good. Pick a ones. couple questions. Well, yeah. I did have um, some questions. Uh, you know, I, you said you you kind of cop to being in a hip hop band, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna consider you guys a hip hop band. Definitely, we appreciate it. It's but um, I noticed that there are less samples. Now, or at least less overt <laughs> Ever samples. since the Prince one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that just learning to be more of a musician over time? Or, I don't know, what, how, where does, how does that happen? Really, it just happens. I love samples still, but I can't yeah. use them. It, it's, it's too expensive it's and too it's much. too wild. And there's no rules to it. You know, George Clinton did a smart thing. You could sample some certain George Clinton tunes. And whatever you sample, you know exactly how much you're going to pay ahead of time. That type of stuff is great game, but no one else has done that but right. George. And so you never know what they're going to charge you. So if you sample something, they could charge you 100000 They can charge you 200000 right. They could charge you yeah. 1000 You never know. So you may or may not even be able to release the tune. And nowadays, no matter how big you are, you got to be careful in your budget because records don't sell as much as they no. used to. I mean, people I download a lot of stuff, and it's not right. the same. So we stop sampling. I mean, well, and you got such a <clears throat> great band with such great musicians. It's kind of like, doubt. you know, let's pl- let's play yeah, this James Brown it. tune, you know, and make it sound like this, but a little bit different. We yeah. make it our own, and we do right. fun. We yeah. do that a whole lot. Chance. We yeah. listen yeah. to a lot of tunes, and we get that because you know, honestly, the recording techniques of, in my opinion, of the '60s, '70s, yeah. '80s were just superior to ours. And I know we have more stuff now, but mm-hmm. the sound was just more soulful oh, for some reason. Forget and it. It wasn't as clean. It wasn't as sterile, and I just like it. So we listen to that for inspiration gonna get into the analog digital debate now that's right. i like digital I'm, I'm down with pro tools i used to have a neve board yeah, oh yeah i'm total oh, yeah. pro tools hey now. We, we recorded all two inch tape analog yeah you know, when we i dropped, love two we inch did, you know, though so. i mean i love two inch and i think now i don't think i've said this to Ira before i don't think now i could tell the difference i'm sure i could get fooled now right but um with digital i, th- I feel oh, I like think, i think if we somebody all get does fooled. it well, with digital analog? i think we yeah. do get fooled i think you'd oh. be surprised oh. 
I think no. you could. Well, well, you s- even today, yeah, you think? Uh, no, yeah, with the plugins, yeah. But yeah. I mean, there is tough, a real difference. I mean, but only us musicians would really. If you, you, know, if you yeah. actually hear it, my brother-in-law gave me uh, a real, real to copy for him to put on CD, oh, some old, old stuff, James Brown stuff. Yeah. And let me tell you, I mean, we've been in the game a long time, yeah. right, but let me tell you, I had not heard anything as beautiful as analog until that oh, day. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it is a real difference, really. I mean, it's definitely warmer. Oh, I warmer. think there's a difference. Yeah. I do a, think there's, there is a difference. Side by side, you, you'll be able to hear oh, yeah, the warmth. Right. Yeah. right. That's what, yeah. I, if you A-B them, then yeah. you yeah. can tell. But if you don't A-B them, you might not be able to tell. I mean, yeah. there's some really high, there's some I high mean, quality stuff that's coming Amy, out right now. The Amy Winehouse stuff, the Dap King stuff, you know, they're yeah. do, I'm sure they're doing digital. And it they has are a good old school feel to it. So. Well, and everybody's probably, pumping everything into their iPods anyway, and you're losing so you're losing much information, so much information anyway, information. so it doesn't yeah. matter. You know? yeah. Uh, I think yeah. the Dab Kings are doing analog stuff. Yeah, but I you think know, they're still recording I, I wouldn't doubt Absolutely. it if they're Those still guys, putting yeah. it. If they're still putting it to, to For editing, you mean? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but, I mean, when they, yeah, backed up, there, yeah. when they backed up Amy Winehouse, though, I, I think maybe on their own thing, yeah. but when they backked up Amy Winehouse, I think... Well, that I was up know. to their producer, I'm I guess. I'm sure it was. I think you guys would be surprised. Lenny Kravitz is a big time... Lenny Kravitz was a big time oh, yeah. analog nut, and he's the one that talked think, you into getting in the. He talked me into get five. He went to Pro yeah. Tools, and he's yeah. not been back since. Yeah. And he's a nut. I yeah. mean, trust me, he's uh, a nut. He's the one that convinced me to get the knee. You know, the thing about Pro Tools and or any of those um, type programs is the editing power. Yeah, I mean right. that's what really you yeah. can't escape because you can really mold it any way you want. You yeah. know, analog. Who's going to cut tape anymore? You know. What I mean? right. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs so much to get people that know how to do that. You can't even find new new school hard. engineers yeah. that know how to work an analog machine. They yeah. don't even know how to do yeah. it. Yeah. I sure. mean, we yeah. know some, but... Seen it. Yeah, well, people we worked with, you know, but... And yeah, I, but are I'm, they new There's school? guys out, no, probably. Yeah, That's old. my yeah, point. If they yeah. they got to be old school. Yeah. There yeah, is, I mean, how's a new school guy going to learn that? No, well, I mean, unless not. he goes to school, but I'm saying, like... There's not a lot of studios in town that's just no, doing that. Right. Definitely not. But then there are guys like the Dap Kings that are young guys, but they know what we're talking about, and they oh, without they, a doubt. they yeah, did yeah. go back, you know. But yeah, it just takes too long. It's too long. They got <laughs> They know? just put out a new album. Yeah, to me, when we say um, it, it takes long to do things. I mean, I, I'm the kind of guy I like taking forever to get something right. Yeah. yeah. And so when you when you look at what it, the hits back then that are sampled now, mm-hmm. because of all that effort. Yeah. And now everybody's like spoiled kids. You know, my daddy left me this vault of, you know, yeah. stuff. Right. We just cut out the little pieces, pieces that make millions. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. You know, well, there's a labor of love. There's a labor of love. They didn't I care how long that, it took. That, that, goes, that transcends time. I mean, right. that's what I really believe. I agree with you. I, my spiritual people, I did an album, a solo album called Spiritual People. On the song, I Really Love You. I really love you. That song, the drums were offbeat. And Mike Musmano from Philly, we had a we had a analog two inch tape machine at my house he literally spliced and made those beats oh man you know made that that groove on beat and it took us two days he had to splice (laughs) every little section and if you could just hear the tape room because of all the pieces of tape that were taped together in order to splice it and make it feel better (laughs) the the tape room was just a flutter (laughs) that's a great skill though right amazing that's a great skill great editing all right, so I know we got to finish up here. We do. I feel to. like we did. I feel like we we really had a good time here, and it went by fast. Can I ask you one kind of deep question? Because I was really thinking last night a little bit. It's always and, troublesome. Uh-oh. I want to ask one thing because I am. I noticed, you know, I started thinking about the time that you originally came out. You know, it was a lot of the you know public enemies and things like that. Out, you were definitely a different side of hip hop, lighter, more uplifting. 
um, not as heavy, I guess, as all the stuff that was going on. And and I feel like nowadays there's kind of a lack of diversity in hip hop. Right. I feel like I agree. And um, I was kind of wondering, like, where do you think the you know so much of it is kind of negative sometimes? Like, where do you think the responsibility <laughs> lies? Yes. You know, to you know what I mean? Like, is it is it the people producing it or is it the kids purchasing it? You know, where does that responsibility lie on? You know, you're still trying to come out and do the positive stuff, and do you feel it's hard for you to get well, that first side of, all, who, of things who are we out? to say that it's wrong, too? But I'm not saying that anything's wrong, right or wrong. I'm just saying that, like, you it's know, wrong. the lack of <laughs> I mean, diversity. I, agree, but I have to say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, you know, everything kind of being in that one place, you know, that's what always drives me crazy is, you know, the bands that we identify with, those 70s classic rock-type bands, they they didn't mind if they had a song that was... Uh, Spanish influenced or funk or whatever it might be and they blended all those styles and that's what made those bands so much better to me right. nowadays every song fits in that box and I feel like a little bit hip hop has that but clearly like what we were talking about with some of that those songs earlier off the new record website uh-huh. yeah um, you're experimenting with a lot of different stuff and I don't know where do you think that responsibility comes the, the lack of diversity nowadays I think it is um it's up to every person and you know a lot of a lot of artists that i meet in the hip-hop industry you know they say well if if the labels would only promote this then we could do blah 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 and and to me i think that the power really is in the artist i think that we underestimate our power whenever you whenever you get in the studio you have the power to do whatever you want and the more and more artists that do that we can reach the fans i mean people like the music and um especially nowadays you can reach the fans with what you're doing you just got to be steadfast about what you're trying to accomplish and i do think that there is a responsibility by the way i'm not one who believes you know well it's not up to us to do this that and the other i I think that there's there is a need for responsibility and 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 i feel like it's just about being a human being and and it's all right to be responsible i don't think that's a bad word and um i'm proud of it cool yeah you should be Well, what are we going to do? Are what are we good? finishing off with? Yeah, let's hear some music. Let's uh, hear Shake some music. that booty by Yacht Nam. Exactly. Well, that's the problem. There's also less innuendo now. Like, I love all the, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, the sort dirty of double stuff. Meaning. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. be smart about it, you know. Tennessee. Okay. Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me, let me understand your plan Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me, help me understand your plan Help me understand your plan, 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 plan Lord, I've really been real stressed, down and out, losing ground. Although I am black and proud, problems got me pessimistic. Brothers and sisters keep messing up. Why does it have to be so darn tough? I don't know where I can go to let these ghosts out of my skull. My grandma passed, my brother's gone. I never at once felt so alone. I know you're supposed to be my steering wheel, not just my spare tire. 
But Lord, I ask you to be my guide in force and truth. For some strange reason it had to be. He guided me to Tennessee. Take me to another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget all that hurts me. Let me understand your plan. Take me to another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget all that hurts me. Let me understand your plan. Lord, it's science. We got a relationship. Talking to each other every night and day. Although you're superior over me. We talk to each other in a friendship way. Then out of nowhere, you tell me to break. Out of the country and into more country. Past Dysburg, into Ripley. Where the ghost of childhood haunts me. Walked the roads my forefathers walked. Climbed the trees my forefathers hung from. Asked those trees for all their wisdom. They tell me my ears are so young. Go back to whence you came. Your family tree, your family name. For some strange reason it had to be. He guided me to Tennessee. Take me to another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget all that hurts me. Let me understand your plan. Take me to another place. Take me to another land. Make me forget all that hurts me. Let me understand. Now, 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 now I see the importance of history. Why my people be in the mess that we be. Many journeys to freedom made in vain by brothers on the corner playing ghetto games. I ask you, Lord, why you enlighten me without the enlightenment of all my folks. He said, cause I set myself on a quest for truth and he was there to quench my thirst but i am still thirsty the lord allowed me to drink some more he said what i am searching for are the answers to all which are in front of me the ultimate truth started to get blurry for some strange reason it had to be it was all a dream about about Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me, help me understand your plan Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me, help me understand your plan Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me and help me understand your plan Take me to another place, take me to another land Make me forget all that hurts me and help me understand your plan It's at Tennessee yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, this should be our last episode because that was so good. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here. Yeah, that is such a great tune. That's great tune. Um, great tune. Well, so thanks again for coming in here. Yeah. JJ Boogie. I know. I want to keep going. So our good friends. You know, I know. This is what we Zay, got. our new friend, and yeah. our other new friend, Speech. Hey, thank uh, y'all. And you guys, anytime you're in town, you want to come in and get something off your chest, just give us a call, and we'll come in and do yeah, another one. That's therapy. That's session. what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. therapy. That's right. Yeah. Um, and one more thing. Jade, you want to uh, you want to plug uh, Nanyana? Nanyana? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My wife, Nanyana, has got a new album coming out, uh, Acoustic Rock Artist. Uh could check it out at uh, www.myspace.com forward slash nanyana summer 
And the new album is called uh, My Rock Your World. Cool. We'll have you guys come in sometime. We're going to get you guys in soon. That would be awesome. And you want to throw down some places that people can check out your music again? I know you mentioned it earlier. but We'll have it listed on our website, too. Yeah, well, actually, two things. um, I got a solo album coming out called The Grown Folks Table. It's a hip-hop record. uh, Great album. Thank you. Yeah. They're on it. That's why they like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm just joking. It's, it's www.speechmusic.com. And then, of course, Arrested Development. We're in the studio doing some, some stuff. We just did our photo shoot yesterday. Cool. Um, did well. Jason hated his outfit. But nonetheless. <laughs> I just hate doing photo shoots. Exactly. Yeah. But it was great. And uh, the record's going to be great. And that's you'll be able to hear that on www.arresteddevelopmentmusic.com. Great. Right and you great. can... Uh, Contact Complain us. to Ira and myself at, uh, <laughs> about anything. Right. About Prince, about I'll be writing in tonight <laughs> yeah, right. when I get home. <laughs> Prince, don't forget to email us. Uh, <laughs> Depends. Michael Jackson. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy Spike might be a little pissed Lee. off. Spike I, Lee is gonna that's, that's right. Yeah, everybody's going to be down on us. Everybody's this week. upset yeah. with Two Faces Radio. And that's Two Faces Radio at gmail.com. T W O Faces Radio. And if you're listening to this, obviously you know. Where to find us? So I guess we don't have to worry about that. Let's uh, throw sign things off here, and let's just say save, save it, it for, for the, the show. show.